0: Welcome to the South Side Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. you say, what do you preach on, when you preach the same story every year at this time, same outline, same subject, amen, but pray God he'll show us a little bit of light, huh, that we haven't seen before, amen, I'll tell you what, I've read verses and read, Passage of scriptures and read them many times, and then one time something will click that I've never seen before. And you go a little ways and you'll look at it, you know, and then, and then and then that same verse or in those same verses, you'll see another light. And yeah, that the Spirit will give you. Praise God. Amen. All right, let's go over to uh, Luke's Gospel, chapter two, the Christmas story. <clears throat> Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, starting with verse 1, and it says this, <clears throat> And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into into Judea and to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in their fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were so afraid and the angel said unto them fear not for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy which note shall be to all people the key verse for unto you this day for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord Amen Amen. one of the grandest verses in this Bible and this shall be a sign unto you ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill for men. And it came to pass, as the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to the other, Let us go, let us now go even into Bethlehem, and to see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us, And they made haste, that means they hurried up as fast as they could. And they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the sayings which was told to them concerning this child. And all they that heard this wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pounded them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, again. Lord, for your spirit that we have felt in this service today. Thy moving, God, we appreciate it so much. We pray, God, that you will help us just for a few minutes as we look at the story of Christ being born here in this earth. May you touch the Word. May you multiply it, God. May you give us light today, for we know we can do nothing without you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, it said here that it came to pass in those days there went out a degree uh, that the world should be taxed. Amen. And everyone, this was the taxing of the Roman government. The Mm -hmm. Roman government ruled the world at this time ruled almost all nations okay that's why it says world but actually it meant all the rule that Rome was over and uh, so anyway they made this taxing and they're still taxing us today ain't they (laughs) in every avenue in every way huh it's about like organized crime really is what it is they tax you for everything Tax you on top of tax. Huh? It's crazy, but that's the way it is. So this is what was happening here in, in this passage of Scripture as we started out, as, as Luke wrote this. He wanted us to know what was going on, what was happening. And it said here that uh, and Joseph went up, also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea and to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was house, he was of the house and the lineage of David. And, being ta- and, and to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife being great with child. So, so when the census went out and everyone was going to have to register uh, uh, for uh, the taxing, they had to go back to their birthplace. They had to go back to the place uh, of their lineage of their family, and and whatever town, whatever city, whatever hamlet, whatever uh, little village, that's where they had to go back to, okay? And they had to register, huh? Now listen, Mary and Joseph were in Nazareth. Nazareth is about 70 miles away from Bethlehem, okay? And not only is that a long trip, That's a four-day, maybe five-day journey on foot and on donkey. Rugged hills and steep hills. uh, uh, Land that's at no roads like we got out here. It was rugged. Huh? So that was one factor in Joseph's mind. And the next factor was Mary was nine months pregnant. She's about ready to have a baby. Okay? Huh? So in Joseph's... when all these senses come out, Joseph said, thought about it. Huh? How am I going to do this? Huh? I mean, this is a long trip, my, and my wife Mary, huh, is about to have a baby. Huh, this ain't going to work? But, but God's in it, huh? Because Micah said in Bethlehem. Is where the Christ child was to be born. Huh? So Joseph. Huh? We don't have it recorded. But I know that he minded God. Huh? He minded God. And done uh, what the Lord had told him to do. Huh? Because I want to tell you something. He would have never left Nazareth. If it hadn't have been for the taxing. Huh? And the prophecy in the Word of God, right. Amen. You see, God's timing is on His timing, right. huh? And everything, my friend, that God does is the best way to have it done, right. Amen. Do we wonder sometimes in our lives things take place, huh? And, and, and we wonder how, why this is happening now, and why this is going on now, huh? what's the deal, huh? But I'll tell you what, if we're a child of God and we're living in God's will, my friend, everything is on His timing. Amen? Praise God. And whatever it is, huh, He'll take us through it. And if He don't take us through it, my friend, someday in eternity, we'll spend it with Him. Amen? And they go up there, huh, and they take that long trip, huh, and Mary's on the donkey, huh, and Joseph's, he's got his staff, and he's on, holding on to the reins, watching the trail, watching the path, and watching the way to keep Mary safe. I'm sure they had to stop many times along that way and along that journey, huh, where she had to lay down and rest. She was the mother of the Christ Child. Amen. And they got up there, to Bethlehem, and it said that they got there and going to register, looking for a place to stay. Huh? And the inn was full. Bethlehem was just a little village, not known much either, just like Nazareth. Huh? The only thing that was known about it, it was the city of David. That was his birthplace. I want to tell you who David was. Huh? The Bible said that David was a, was a man after God's own heart. He was the chosen king, huh? that God chose to be king. Huh? Saul was elected king. huh? But David was chosen by God to be king. David was a great man, and the lineage of David and, the, and his, from his loins would come to Christ. Amen. And, and it' said there that they went up there, and the end was full. I'm not going to preach to you very long this morning. I'm going to cut this thing off. But the end was full. It said here and the, and, the, and anyways, and there were the days where she should be accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. In other words, it was so populated. In that little village, that little town of Bethlehem, that there was no place to stay, the inns were full. And inn is like about like a hotel, huh? To us today, we think of hotels and motels and everything, huh? And I want to tell you something. If you picture this, you take an event, a big event. Let's say Indianapolis is going to have a big event, huh? Something's going on, really big. Maybe the Super Bowl, like it was that one year, huh? You can't find a hotel. You can't find a hotel, a motel, huh? Miles and miles and miles around because they're full. Because, because people come, huh, to see the Super Bowl. They come from all over the United States to watch the Super Bowl. Huh? That's kind of the way it was. The inn was full, huh? There was no room for them. And then we don't have this recorded, huh, in the scriptures, it's not written. But as I was thinking about this, you know, they come into that inn, and, and whoever was there uh, uh, at the desk, huh, that was re- doing the restroom, huh, this, Mary and Joseph, of course, Joseph, probably, he's the one that went up to, do the, to, to get into the inn. And, and this is my thinking, huh? And he walked up there, and the man, huh, seen Mary seeing that she was nine months pregnant, about to be delivered. Huh? And he said to this, Huh? We have no more rooms for you. We're full. We're booked up. Huh? And I'll tell you what. There's a stable in back. Huh? Your wife is about to be delivered. She's not far away. You're welcome to stay in that stable. You're welcome to stay in that manger. And Joseph took it. I'll take it. Huh? So here they are. Huh? In a dirty, stinking, smelly stable. <laughs> the divine Son of God that created everything there was is about to be born. Huh? In a stable in a manger, huh? With the creatures that he created. Amen. Mm-hmm. Said there were no room for him in the end. I want to tell you something this morning. You don't think that ain't a reality? In people's hearts today, they have no room for Christ. Right. Their life. Is full of themselves. Their schedules are full of their pleasures and the things that they want to do, huh? Huh? They are full and they're booked up, and they have no time for Christ, and they have no time for church, huh? There's no room for Christ in their lives, huh? But in the end. They'll give an account for that. And like I said, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Amen. Yeah. Right. And she delivered, had the Christ child, huh? She wrapped him up in these rags, huh? These swaddling clothes. They were just strips. The way I understand it, they were just strips of clothing. huh? And she wrapped him up in those swaddling clothes, those strips, just like they wrapped up the little lambs when the little lambs were born. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. She wrapped him up in swaddling clothes and laid him in that feeding trough. huh? You interpret manger. That's what a feeding trough is, huh? Had a little bit of hay in there, I Had to keep him warm. Joseph probably done that. He probably gathered some hay, huh? First he dumped it over, got all the where the animals were eating out that little trough, huh? Then he flipped it back over, laid down some fresh hay, huh? She wrapped him up. <laughs> wow, this is. God listen I'm not talking about an ordinary baby I'm talking about the Lord's Christ amen huh wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in that manger amen Amen. because there was no room for them in the inn huh the innkeeper looked at him he could tell they were poor people (laughs) Mary Joseph never had nothing Huh? But the clothes that was on their backs. Huh? But I want to tell you where they're at now. They're in the glories of heaven, right. clothed, my friend, in robes of righteousness. Huh? For their faith and what they have done for carrying out God's plan to bring salvation to this world. Amen. And these shepherds, my friend. They were out in the field. Huh? They were keeping their watch over their flocks. Huh? The sheep, the lambs and everything. And I thought about this. Huh? All of a sudden, Huh? The angel appears into them. The angel comes. Listen to me. This is a reality, huh? It's in the book. It's not just a story. It actually happened. Okay? You've got to digest that. You've got to understand that. And you've got to picture that in your mind to get the grasp of this, huh? it said here, and it said, in they're in the same country where shepherds are biting in their field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo! The angel of the Lord came unto them. And not only the angel, but the glory. Listen to this. The glory of the Lord shone around about them. And they were so afraid. Not only the angel, but the glory of God. My friend, I want to tell you something. In the Old Testament, when they had the tabernacle set up. My friend, God came. And with His power and His presence. And filled the temple, my friend. And they couldn't even go in the temple to worship because he was full of God's glory. I want to tell you something. They see the sight, my friend, when they see the angels and they see the glory of God and they see the heavenly host singing the praises of God. I want to tell you something. They had a message to bring to those poor shepherds. I tell you, they could have went into Jerusalem the religious people were, where the scribes and the Pharisees were, those who claimed to know God and roared and wore the royal robes, huh? But they come to those lonely, stinky shepherds out in the field. I'll tell you why in a minute. Amen. Huh? They looked up, huh? And they saw that heavenly choir singing. Huh? And then the angel proclaims, huh, what this is all about. Huh. He said to you, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Huh. <laughs> which is Christ the Lord. Huh. Listen, my friend. This is Emmanuel. God with us. God in the flesh. This babe, in the manger is the answer to all of man's problems. He's the answer to all of life. Amen. Amen. And the angels went or the angels, the shepherds after the heavenly host went back up and into heaven and the angels went back and the angel went back into heaven. Huh? It said here Well, they sung that song. (laughs) I don't know. We could preach on. Sometimes I just want to just. It just boils me up. He said, "Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill toward men." Amen. Huh? This is the answer. Huh? The answer is Christ, my friend. The answer is Him, my friend, and Him crucified. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah! Thank God for this, huh? Praise God! They no wonder they were singing glory to God in the highest. This is the highest thing that ever happened to humanity. It's the best thing that ever happened to man. What's the birth of Christ? Listen to me. If it wasn't for the birth, there would have been no cross. There would have been no resurrection. There would have been no sins. There would have been no heaven. And there would be no you and me in this church this morning. Amen. 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 Praise God. No wonder they sung glory to God in the highest and peace. Goodwill towards men. Uh, They walked in there. And it came to pass and when, that, when the angels were going away from them into heaven the shepherds said one to the other now let us go even into Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass that the Lord had made known to us huh? and they ran said they made haste huh? they told their, whoever there was in the fields and the other guys that were working, you stay right here for a little while and we're back, we'll be back. <laughs> we're going to see what this thing's all about. Huh? We're going to see the Christ child. And they went, huh? With haste. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the sayings which was told them concerning the child. Huh? They was telling about what the angels had told them. What they do. Huh? What happened? What was the first thing they done? When they went in there and they seen baby Jesus in there in, in, in that manger, huh? They testified. <laughs> they testified and told Mary, Joseph, and whoever else was around, huh? What happened to them with the angels, huh? Huh? We seen an angel. We seen the heavenly host, and they were singing and they were praising God, and and they told us. About this baby right here. huh? The one in prophecy. That we have read about. Huh? For many years. The Messiah that was supposed to come. Huh? They revealed that. To us. That he that is lying right there. Is Christ the Lord. <laughs> and they testified about it. Huh? Huh? Right, brother? We need to testify and tell others about Christ the Lord. About this baby in a manger, my friend, that came to give us new life. Amen. Spiritual life. Not physical life, but spiritual life. And they told them. And they wondered and they were amazed about it. They couldn't get over it. What was said, and then it said, "Huh, But Mary kept all these things and pounded them in her heart. <laughs> I want to tell you something I never thought about this. And I know the song, listen, of the little tremor Boy, huh? That's probably all made up. huh? We don't have It's not in the Bible, so we don't know any name about it. This morning when I was getting ready, huh, the little drummer boy came on, huh? And he said he'd come there to play his drums. You heard this, this song? Yes. He'd come to play his drums for the Christ child. And he said, I'm a poor boy too. Rapa bamba. And then the then it said, and Mary nodded. In other words, she gave an okay for what he had done, and I want to tell you something. Mary took all these things that happened that night and pounded them in that heart. Huh? I want to tell you something. When we give Christ our life, huh? When we give Him our all, huh? He'll nod at us. Right. Yeah. He'll nod at us and give us a witness. That we are His and He is ours, right. Amen. Right. Praise God, Hallelujah. And they went back into the fields, my friend. I want to tell you something. They was never the same again. And I want to tell you something. When you meet Jesus Christ for the first time, you'll never be the same. Right. Amen. Yes, sir. It's an out of world experience, huh? But it only comes by faith. You have to believe. He that believeth in God must, he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of those, listen, who diligently, earnestly seek him. Amen. Huh. Then you'll get your reward. <laughs> your heart will change, your life will change completely. Yes, Amen. All right, I know I got to quit. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to show you something that I've never seen before out of all the years, I never heard any preaching on it. <laughs> never gave it a thought. Well, I, heard, I heard a preacher the other day mention this. He is so right. Saying? Let me find my notes because I don't want to miss this. You know, John 3.16 is the famous verse in the Bible because it said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life Huh? most of the most of the world knows that verse huh? because it's been put out there more than any other verse in the bible amen <clears throat> find out where I was at here I thought about this i never seen this before like I said in, in my all the times let me jump over here to one verse in John, 14, or John 1 and 29 it said this and it said "And the next day John see Jesus coming to him and he said listen to this He said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. You get that? Yes, sir. Amen. Huh? He didn't say, Here comes Jesus Christ. Here comes the Son of God. Huh? Huh? Here comes the great one that I preferred and testified. He didn't say that. He said, Behold the Lamb of God. Which taketh away the sins of the world. Listen to me. Huh? Why Bethlehem? Why a manger? Listen. And why the (laughs) shepherds? Huh? I'm going to give you a setting that I've never seen before, but I understand all of it. Huh? Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. In that manger. In that, in that cradle, that feed trough, whatever you want to call it, was the Lamb of God. Huh? Why Bethlehem? I better read these notes wrong. Uh, there's so much here off again. Huh? <clears throat> Hold on just a second. Why Bethlehem? By the manger, a little lamb was born in Bethlehem, who was the great I Am. Why was Jesus born in Bethlehem? Because Micah 5 and 2 prophesies of it. Because the Jews for centuries have been raising Passover lambs in Bethlehem. There were fields where sacrificial lambs were being raised. And these little lambs were going to be used as the sacrifice lambs in the temple for the sins of all the people. How proper is this that Jesus is born in Bethlehem? And how fitting is this that Jesus was born in the stable? Huh? in a stable just like the sacrificial lambs huh get this my friend listen to this huh hallelujah this bless my heart my friend in, in this Bethlehem Bethlehem was known for its shepherds and its lambs and it was known for the sacrificial lambs do you hear me? The lambs that was raised without spot and without blemish. Huh? These were raised and the shepherds watched over them. They wrapped them little lambs in swaddling clothes. And when the angel told his shepherds, he said, you'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. They knew exactly what they were talking about. Huh? Behold, this is the Lamb of God. Huh? Amen. Praise God is where they raised the sacrificial lambs. Huh? Why a manger, my friend? How come a manger? It seems so unfitting for the Christ child. Why wouldn't he be born in a palace or somewhere? I want to tell you something. Because it shows us that he was the Lamb of God. Huh? He was the Lamb born huh? to die on the cross to save us from our sin. Yes, sir. Amen? Amen. Huh? Praise God. And why shepherds? Huh? Why, did, why was it shepherds? I'll tell you why it was. Because they was the ones that took care of all those sacrificial lambs. Amen. Huh? They knew all about it. They knew how important it was to keep track of those little lambs. You know, they inspected them. How they had to be without spot and without blemish, my friend. They checked their whole bodies. Huh? They even looked in their mouths. They looked in their ears. Huh? They could not. They had to find no fault. Huh? And then they were able to be the sacrifice lamb in the temple. Huh? Who was Jesus? He was without spot or blemish. Huh? I want to tell you something. <laughs> I know I got to quit. I got so much in here, huh? But I was thinking about it, huh? The Israelites in Egypt, my friend, huh? And Moses's lamb, okay? Moses's lamb, huh? Was it a, a picture of Christ, the Lamb of God, huh? They took that lamb that was spotless. Huh? With no flaws, no blemishes. Huh? And they took it in, my friend, for so many days. Huh? And then they sacrificed that lamb like the Lord had told Moses to. And they spread the blood on the doorpost. Huh? And it said that when the death angel came by, if I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Huh? And I'm going to tell you something. Huh? And not only that, Huh. not only the blood, but another thing they had to do, they had to roast that lamb with fire. And they roasted the lamb with fire. Now listen to this. And they all had to eat it. <laughs> they all had to eat the lamb. Every family. Listen to me. Huh. They, had, they, they were dressed they were prepared to go, huh? They were fully clothed and ready to take a journey because that was part of it. The instructions, huh? But they ate that lamb, huh? They all partook of that roasted lamb, huh? You know what, huh? And they started, <laughs> they started out of that journey, huh? And they were set free, huh? By the blood of the Lamb. Listen, that was on the doorpost. Huh? You know what that blood represents? The blood of Christ. Huh? It was just a picture, a prophecy that was to come. Amen? The Lamb, the little Lamb of God, huh? Was going to be the sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. Amen? And they were set free because of the blood. You and I, my friend, Are set free from sin, huh? And it's pollution and it's damnation by the blood of Christ. Listen to me, huh? I want to tell you something. (laughs) I tell you, I just want to shout, but I got to preach. Listen, they walked out of Egypt that day as a free people, huh? But you know what? They also walked out of Egypt. With the lamb inside of him, of them. Every one of them had the lamb in them because they ate of it and partake of it. I tell you, praise God. I'm glad when you're saved and born again of the Spirit, my friend, and the blood cleanses you from your sins, my friend, Christ will dwell in us. Amen. The glory of God dwells in his people. Amen. I'm so thankful for that. That we're not walking through this life without Him, right. but He's right in here Amen. Huh? every day of our life. Praise God forever. Amen. 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 Hallelujah! Amen. What a Savior, huh? That can take a poor, lost sinner, huh, and lift him from the mire clay and set him free. Right. Amen. Huh? And I'll tell you something else, if you think about it. Why did God choose a lamb? Why a lamb? You know what? A lamb is the most defenseless animal there is. That's right. They have they have nothing to defend themselves with. Huh? They don't have claws, huh? They don't have their big sharp teeth. Huh? They're not strong. Huh? They're weak and helpless. That's why they depend on the shepherd for everything. How huh? they can't go out and kill their prey, but he chose the lamb. <laughs> That's who Jesus was. He was meek and lowly, humble and loving. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Huh. I heard a story one time. I tell you, just cried when I heard it. Heard this story just the other day. This guy worked in a slaughterhouse, and he said them cattle, he said them cattle would come up the, the line, and he was the one that cut their throats. This has probably happened a long time ago. They probably kill them different now, maybe shock them. I don't know how they do it now. But that's how they used to do it, because when they cut their throat, they bleed right now. The blood just gushes out, and it's part of the processing of the animal. But he said, you know, he said those steers, they'd come up there and they'd kick around. They'd, you know, they would fight and everything and, and resist. But when they got up to him, there much they could do. He would cut their throats, huh, they were done, and he went to the next one. And he said, and you know, that went on, never thought nothing about it. That was my job. This was food, this was processing. And he said, then the company start taking lambs in. Huh? Start taking lambs in to process them and the lamb meat, just like the cattle meat and all that. And he said, he said that, that little lamb, he said he'd come up there. He said, you know, I never thought too much about it really. And he said I just rushed down there just like I done. They didn't fight. They didn't try to get away. They didn't do anything. He said, that little lamb come up here and just stood there. And he said, I took that knife and cut his throat. And he said, that little lamb turned its head and looked me right in the eyes. Looked me right in the eyeballs, huh? And then he said, all of a sudden, he started licking that blood off my hand. (laughs) I want to do something. He said, I'm done. He said, I can't do this, man. This is too much for me. I want to tell you something. Christ done the same thing for you and me on the cross. He took the punishment and shed his blood to set us free. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. The Christ that was in the cradle, my friend, became the Christ of victory. Yes amen (laughs) hallelujah praise God I'm going to quit Moses' lamb was the prophecy of Mary's little lamb remember that fairy tale Mary had a little lamb and his fleece was white as snow Mary had a little lamb and he was the divine son of God (laughs) Jesus was the Lamb of God that picks away all the sins of the world. This is why he came right here. There had to be a sinless sacrifice and a sinless, listen to me, this is why the virgin birth was, the virgin conception was, all that we talked about last week. Huh? There had to be a sinless blood Huh, and, a, and, and to redeem man back to God and Christ was that man God himself in human flesh without the virgin birth there would be no salvation right. without the sinless Savior there would be no atoning for a sacrifice yes. no spiritual birth huh, for you and me All so so we can be born again and be called the sons and the daughters of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Uh, What a glorious and holy night it was. Uh, This was the beginning of redemption for mankind. Uh, Let's never forget. That babe in the manger, that Lamb of God, is our ticket to heaven and eternity.